Odor down under makes everyone wonder, is something wrong with my stuff? What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya, America's most trusted sexologist and medical professor. And trust is super important when it comes to sexual health, and y'all know this, especially when you've got questions about vaginal odor, and tons of people have questions about this issue. In fact, Google data shows that the sexual topic women search for most is vaginal odor, and among men, vaginal odor is also a highly popular Google search term. But of course, Penis size is the most common topic men want to know about. (laughs) Is anybody surprised by that? (laughs) But the sex situation we're getting into today is all about genital odor, specifically among females. Now, much of today's discussion also applies to male genitalia. But you know, in my world, women come first. And if you are a man who loves women, then that should also be your motto, bro. You know what I mean? And when I say she comes first, I mean she comes before penetration even begins, okay? Because a woman who has an orgasm before penetration is what? Much more likely to have an orgasm during penetration. And you know one sexual activity that makes a lot of women have an orgasm? Cunnilingus, eating her out, liquor like a lollipop. You get the idea? And one great aspect of cunnilingus is that this specific activity can easily be incorporated to almost all of your foreplay shenanigans. Yes, indeed. The problem is, some vaginal odors can be a deterrent to cunnilingus. And you know what? We gotta fix that. So the sex situation we are about to dive into is all about female vaginal odor. And people, let me tell you, it is a serious situation. Not only is it potentially disrupting the sexual satisfaction of too many phenomenal women, but it is also affecting the mental wellness of females And there are so few places to turn for information about this issue. In Seth Stevens' Davidowitz book, Everybody Lies, Big Data, New Data, and What the Internet Can Tell Us About Who We Really Are, he discusses how often vaginal odor is searched for on Google. Specifically, he discusses how conducting research for his book taught him about the seriousness of this issue. And in a recent interview, he said, I do not think it is extreme to say that there have been young girls who have committed suicide because they were paranoid about feminine odor. Currently, this issue is rarely discussed in sex ed. I'm talking to people in sex ed about incorporating this information into the curriculum. Boom! Well, there you have it, Mr. Seth Stevens Davidowitz. I agree! This is a serious issue. So you know what? Let's get to work. Now, most women who have asked me about vaginal odor indicate concerns related to sweat. When they sweat, they feel less confident about their body odor, specifically in the genital region. Now, because very few scientists, and none that I have ever known, have ever been able to conduct a study that collects sweat from a woman's vaginal region, 
I'm sure we can all see uh, how complicated that just might be, right? <laughs> so understandably, the scientific studies on sweat use the underarm area for data collection and then develop educated hypothesis about how this data applies to the vaginal area. So the first thing to know is that there are two types of sweat glands. The eccrine sweat glands that cause normal sweating, basically just like water and salt. This is like the sweat on your face, and sometimes it can taste a little salty, right? And then there's the apocrine sweat glands, and these are concentrated in the underarms and groins and produces more of a fatty sweat. And it's usually the source of the problem among people who complain of unwanted vaginal odor. Now, according to the Journal of Investigative Dermatology, the apocrine sweat glands are responsible for the odor. But get this, it actually comes out odorless and then interacts with normal bacteria on the skin. And it's this interaction that actually causes the unwanted odor. Now, to be clear, we all have apocrine sweat glands and everyone has bacteria on their skin. But the bacteria on some people's skin breaks down the sweat produced by the apocrine gland and causes an unwanted smell. But the really important thing you should remember here is that among most people who have complaints of vaginal odor, the sweat that they produce and the bacteria on their skin is totally normal. There's nothing wrong with them. Now, if you have enough odor, you can see a dermatologist who will check you out and may be able to offer you a few different options. Doctors can prescribe therapies to reduce sweating, and they might be able to prescribe a topical antibiotic to reduce the bacteria on the skin that can contribute to the unwanted odor down south. So you got that? If it's really a problem for you, go check out your dermatologist and bring this information to them, okay? But it's also important to understand that not all vaginal odors warrant a clinical intervention, especially if there's been a recent major change in dietary or any health behaviors, actually. Keto crotch. Tons of women on the keto diet notice a significant change in their vaginal odor. In fact, there is an entire Reddit thread about this. One woman said, I've been on the diet for about a month and a half now, and I've noticed that my vaginal odors have gotten much, all caps with that much, okay? But I have noticed that my vaginal odors have gotten much stronger. And another user wrote, I'm not exactly sure how vaginas are supposed to smell. Many say musky, but I feel like that is too mild of a word. It's much stronger than musk for me. Another person said, I am glad this was posted because I just changed my underwear again, in all caps, because I smelled gross. At least I know I'm in ketosis, I guess. <laughs> now that is enough to make me crave some carbs, damn it. And you know my theory. Every now and again, a woman needs a sandwich. I'm dying over here because everyone who knows me know that religiously, once a week, I go to a special sub shop and get a huge sandwich for myself. Now, if you catch me at the beach or at a party anywhere on a Saturday, it is very likely I will have a sandwich in my hand. Because you know what? A little carb never killed nobody. Mm -mm -mm. But apparently it may help kill um, that odor down under. <laughs> and though I seriously do applaud anyone who makes dietary changes to improve their health, it's also important to recognize that changes in our sexual wellness are also a very important indicator of overall health. 
And though there are no scientific studies published about how the keto diet impacts vaginal odors, some researchers do believe that it is very possible that the keto crotch women are complaining about could be an indication of bacterial vaginosis. Now, some studies show that a diet high in fat may cause a higher-than-normal vaginal pH. Now, for your reference, during the reproductive years, the vaginal pH is around 4.5, and a pH of more than 4.5 may be an indicator of bacterial vaginosis. Past research shows that the participants who have had a diet high in fat, well, their average vaginal pH was 5.1, which what? That just might be an indication that they have bacterial vaginosis. Now, since the keto diet consists of consuming large amounts of fat and small amounts of carbs, many researchers are starting to collect evidence demonstrating a link between the diet and bacterial vaginosis. But you know what? It's not only keto dieters who may notice a strange odor down under because a 2020 study published in the Journal of Gynecology also reinforced the links between a high-fat diet and the occurrence of bacterial vaginosis. But this study found that it's the saturated fats that might be the real culprit here. So what do I make of all these studies? Until we have more evidence to the contrary, I think the bottom line is clear. A diet high in fats might change the vaginal pH, leading to an environment in which unwanted vaginal odor and potentially bacterial vaginosis can occur. That's why a girl gotta eat a sandwich every now and again, or at least some avocado toast. I mean, come on, ladies. And I know some of y'all are wondering, if I eat fruits, will that make me smell sweeter? Honestly, there is no conclusive research about that. However, according to the porn stars who I have interviewed over the years, drinking fruit juices and eating a clean diet filled with mild vegetables and juicy fruits like pineapple and watermelon, well, that can really make sexual secretions tasty, tasty, tasty. <laughs> and I always advise, if it tastes bitter on your lips, probably not going to taste too good in the body parts that produce cum. You know, too much coffee, cigarettes, alcohol, asparagus, anything you don't want to kiss is not likely to enhance your odor down under in a positive way. Mm-mm-mm. And no matter what you eat, we all need to remember to what? Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yes, we have to lubricate these beautiful machines that get us through this game called life. And how do we lubricate our bodies? With some delicious, nutritious H2O. And since sex is always better when it's wetter, that extra water intake has multiple purposes in making your sexual experiences more satisfactory. Booyah! All right, all right now, it is time for the climax when I give y'all a little something-something to remember about vaginal odor. One, female odor is very common. It's such a common concern that affects so many healthy females. Two, often the apocrine sweat glands are responsible for the odor. When this sweat interacts with bacteria on the skin, an unwanted odor can occur in some people. Three, meeting with a dermatologist may prove helpful in that the doctor may prescribe a therapy to reduce sweating or a topical antibiotic to reduce the bacteria on the skin which interacts with that sweat and causes the unwanted odor. Four, 
High-fat diets have also been associated with unwanted changes in vaginal odor. Mm-hmm. A carb a day might keep that odor away. <laughs> and five, per usual, always check with your doctor before making any health changes, whether it's dietary or using a new antibacterial soap or anything else you're thinking of introducing into your life. You know what? your personal doctor is the very best person to consult with. And guess what? Doctors love educated patients. So rewind and take some time to write down some notes and impress your doctor when you come in talking about the apocrine sweat glands and changes in vaginal pH. Get on with your sexually smart self. <laughs> now you know what you gotta do next. Scroll your sexy fingers over your iPhone, Android, tablet, computer, whatever you're listening to me on, and leave a review for this show because it is all of our duty to make the world a happier, healthier place. And you know the deal. The more sexually satisfied people we have in the world, the more happy people we have. And that's the type of utopia I am trying to create. For your daily dose of Nookie knowledge, check me out on all the social media platforms. That's Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, come on. I know you're dying to link up. Y'all, I had so much fun chatting you up about Odor Down Under, and I cannot wait to do it again next time. I am Dr. Sanjaya, America's sex educator. Thanks so much for tuning in to Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for happier healthier sex. I was super nervous for a big meeting the other day. And you know what I did to relax and boost my confidence? I slathered on Sense Aromatherapy Body Oil. You know what? Sense is my secret weapon in tough situations. It not only makes my skin glow and makes me feel so much happier, but it also makes everyone who smells me feel happier too and turns me into a magnet that nobody can resist. Smell good, feel good with Sense Aromatherapy Body Oil. Get yours at sensebodyoil.com. That's S-E-N-S-E, bodyoil.com.